Hello and welcome to Bampow TV, your weekly recap of this Red Bull I am putting in my face. Ugh, I don't want a recap of that. It's gross. Don't. Do not. That's how my father drinks coffee or any hot liquid. Uh. He doesn't wait, so he does that. And I'm like, if you waited five minutes, I wouldn't be punished because you're drinking coffee. <laughs> That's great. See, you say recap. I think you just mean burps. I don't want them. I don't want them out of you. I don't want them in my face. I don't want to smell them. I don't like Red Bull the first time. I definitely don't want it via Kenneth. Uh, Red Bull is <laughs> basically vodka reminder. Nope. Vegas reminder for me at this point. Yeah. Well, I like how but you have also vodka. you have a can of Red Bull, which is an upper, and you have a beer in the other hand, which is a downer. I got to keep my heart surprised, Joe. All right. Oh, God. Like oh, Tony God. Horton says, muscle confusion. Oh, God. Who? What? Boom, P90 shout-out. All right, what's what's the news of the week, Kenneth? Uh, news of the week, brand new superhero film releasing this weekend, uh, Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> it is definitely a superhero It's true, movie. because uh-huh. they have the black uh-huh. Superman. Yeah. Black Superman! Uh, other than that, eh, not much is happening. Man, I love I love that Idris Elba is like, oh, so I can't be James Bond? Fuck you! Guess what, fuckers? Yeah. Uh, what else? What else is oh, happening? Not um, much, actually. Cloak and Dagger and Runaways are going to have a crossover episode. We should probably remember to watch Cloak and Dagger yeah. again. And also Runaways. Yes, and also slackers. Runaways. Look, there's a lot on our plate. There's, there's it's, Some might there's say too much. So much superhero television right now. that I We've talked about this, but like when we started this podcast and there was only CW shows. Yeah, it was like. And then like two summer shows. Arrow and The Flash. And that was it. And that was it. Oh, man. Our plate is so full. It's like that place in LA where you can get those giant pancakes and then they bring it to you on a regular sized dinner oh, plate. Oh, fuck. And, and it takes like the, up yes, the, the whole, whole table. plate. Yes, yes. Literally yes. the whole like, plate. they have like crazy flavors too? It's like yes. you literally get like an ice red cream velvet. sundae, but like as a pancake. Yeah, the See, red I, velvet I, I would have said we're like, we're now in the shabu shabu of, uh. Actually, that also makes that, more sense. Also yeah. that. Cause you know, you know what? You and I in LA are the only ones that that one. There. I said it. We're at the, we're at the hot pot of. Hot pot restaurant of superhero television. They're just going to keep bringing us I'm fine slabs of Kobe I, beef. I want to be exhausted by superhero. I want that superhero I'm not there meat yet, sweat. But I want it. I want oh, the superhero meat Wrung sweat. out. Yeah, getting the meat poops. Oh, here's some news. Oh, the superhero poops. Here's some news. It's not real news, shits. but it's like rumor news. Um, mm. It is rumored that my man, Taron Edgerton, might be in line to play Wolverine. What? Someone did fan art of him as Wolverine, mm. and let me tell you, it was very good. So is he like okay. a younger? Yeah, because they're gonna re- they're gonna introduce him in like an X Men film because Marvel's gonna get X Men back soon or whatever, okay, and so okay, they're gonna okay. do like like a young beginning Wolverine again. Interesting. When he, I'm trying to picture him like hell. Let me find. Oh, girl, watch Kingsman again. <laughs> Doesn't he mostly just wear giant puffy coats in that? What? Okay, you saw Kingsman 2, and there's three scenes where they're in the snow. Okay? <laughs> that is a two and a half hour film. No, he's ripped as fuck. I'm gonna find two things. Let me She's do. She's got a weird snow fetish. Taryn and you should not yuck that. Edgerton, Kingsman. Like a pool. giant coat, like so puffy that you can't put your arms down, and then naked from the waist down. Images. Nope. Nope. Go. nope. I'm gonna yuck there it. That's go. weird. And he, he right, will get bigger. Bad. I will render not judgment. Bad. Not bad. Could be Wolverine. Mm, yeah, okay. But, okay. but you have to you have to let remember you the fan Hugh Jackman in the first X Men. Oh sure, he was he was that no, he was like normal ripped. normal rip. It's not even the ripped for me. It's it's the look and the swagger and the stupid ass mutton chops that I need. Let me get you this fucking fan art. Well, he can do the swagger. I will give him that. 
What is, is it? Oh, what is, is he's in something now. He was in Rocket Man. Why? Yeah, thank you. There wow. Duh. He I need all, to see that still. I heard it was good from that guy. That that still looks like Hugh Jackman. It's not. Okay, you have to give me that phone next. Ugh, I'm uncomfortable. Give me. It's like a weird uncanny valley of. Oh, he does look so much like Hugh like Jackman. A, in a this. Jackman Egerton Venn diagram of Wolverine. There's another one I saw <laughs> that's that's like I think fan it's the, art. It's the forehead. It's the forehead. Does Taron really have that much forehead? He doesn't. But like, it's I mean, fine. if only there was a way to. So it'd be a little bit more. Hair. <laughs> if only we had that it'd technology. Be a little bit more like that. Yes, because he's very cute. He's very he? cute. But Wolverine oh, could Jesus. be real cute. No, nope, I hate it. No. Okay, we're going to do these. You can render judgment. Uh, but for now, let's jump right into... Oh, so what are we talking about? We were talking about Young Justice, um, Swamp Thing, Krypton. Well, Daniel Radcliffe is Wolverine. I really like that. Also, Daniel Radcliffe and Taron Edgerton are the right height to play Wolverine. That's correct. Wolverine is he shorty. Is, mm-hmm. He is a small. Anyway, uh, Young Justice, Swamp Thing, Creptown. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Jessica Jones and, and new for the show, The Boys. Oh, right. Which. Though I heard that somebody forgot to watch Crap Town this week. Monica. No, no. I watched Crap. I have an alibi. I watched Crap Town with her. You know, I read, together. I read two different recaps of it and already told Monica I was going to fake it till I make it. And you just threw me under the bus. And I Correct. immediately I, I drove What do that I care? Bus. I'm going to cut this out. That's true. <laughs> okay, let's go. I'm, I'm hungry. This out. Okay, uh, let's start with Young Justice because goddamn, I love okay, this show. Okay, Young Justice. I'm going to start at the beginning because I'm mad about some stuff, but not at the show. Obvi. Okay. Do you want to be mad about this or can I be mad about this? No, man, you can be mad about this. Okay. I support you. Thank you. What is happening? Okay, so... All that really matters about this episode is that it ends with Calder, Aquaman, kissing a boy. Um, excuse me? His name is Garth. Is it? No. No, it's not. Garth is Beast Boy and he has a princess girlfriend. Uh, not Garth. Uh, damn it. Uh, the the ambassador's name is something. I don't know what it is. It's very Atlantean. Well, this is awkward. What is it? No, I don't remember. Oh, okay. That's the problem. It, uh, it doesn't matter. We don't care about him. Whatever. He's like a dude. Oh, he's nice. Calder, who I'm last sure we nice. knew, was deeply in love with an Atlantean woman. It who was died. a big deal in like season ago. one and season two about his dead girlfriend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This episode ends with a new Atlantean girl flirting her ass off. And the two of us are going, ooh, new girlfriend for Calder. She seems nice. And he's like. And he's like chill with it. And I'm like, I mean, this feels right for him. He's not really an emotive person. And then. Blue wearing ambassador swans up and kisses him right on the mouth. Oh, his name is Wind with two Y's. I oh, hate it's not it. who I was thinking of. I anyway. didn't want to know that. <laughs> I hate it a lot. It's very Atlantean. Really? They live underwater. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Double, there's there's more there's more vowels under the ocean. Alright. I'm d- I'm done with this. <laughs> um We're obviously excited because, you know, yay for queer people. It is Garth, motherfuckers. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's wind. Well, no, Garth. Garth is the ambassador. That's right, because Gar is Beast Boy. Because his name is Garfield. Gar yes. So it is Garth. Is his name Garth Wind? Where'd you get Wind? No, no, I, I don't. I don't think that guy was the ambassador. Also, also, man, we are terrible at. This. We are very bad. How at have this? we been doing Just this for almost names. five years? Wait, bad that wasn't the Atlantean ambassador because he was dressed exactly like the Atlantean ambassador. Oh. Racist. Not racist. They're wearing the same apart. outfit. They have the same hair color. 
It's hand-drawn art. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, the point is... No, no, cause, um, because Garth was... Garth was the douchebag who dated the, his Calder's ex-girlfriend. The fish boy? Yes. No, fuck that guy. That is what? not who... No. No, that was... Oh, my God. You have to cut all of this. <laughs> oh, no, no wait. We're, See, now we're I'm leaving getting... our shaman. God damn it. I'm getting confused. No, but okay. It's Garth says... was the one who got tranked a couple episodes ago when uh, that, that place was attacked and uh, Troika also was attacked. Yes. You're thinking of uh, Puffer Bro. Puffer Bro, yeah. Okay, so this actually, I've picked up Kenneth's phone. Lagoon. He was doing... Lagoon! Look at that. I Lagoon didn't even boy. Need a, yeah. Lagoon, a.k.a. Lagoon boy. Okay, so here's where my anger comes from. I'm excited about this. Yay for queer representation in media, especially media directed at children. Oh, no. Did you go on the internet? I did go on the internet. You fool. I didn't read comments or shit. I was just in my, like, Google News feed or whatever, because that's what I do when I've gone through all of my other social media things. I'm like, well, this is one more thing to do instead of going to bed like an adult. And the first fucking tweet I see, they say, here it is. New Aquaman revealed as gay in Young Justice Outsiders. And I'm very angry because he wasn't. He wasn't revealed as gay. He wasn't revealed as any kind of actual moniker because he just kissed a boy. Yeah. Technically, he's part of the queer community. But what you can infer based on his goddamn history is that he is bisexual because he dated a woman and now he's kissing a boy and if you're going to make a call like he's gay you should make the right one he, based on information we he have he hasn't stated his preference for that what is he very would like correct, to be yes. and i have no i, I, I know just said that. no i know multiple gay dudes who dated women growing up and then realized oh shoot none of this works for me that's I'm fine out. but he also didn't say that oh, for sure and for, for sure. them to assume that that woman doesn't matter at all and that he was secretly doing this or she wasn't as well, meaningful yeah, I mean, to him bisexual it's erasure bisexual mm-hmm. erasure it's offensive to her she was a really big part of his life they were emotionally entwined and i just got really mad about it That's but fine. most of the other articles on here ah, actually see, just jokes on you i did read the comments all right and was like well Time to pick fights on Facebook. Good. Uh, but but most of these... Other, sorry. I'm almost done. Okay. Most of these other titles <laughs> all do say queer, which I like. It's just that one fucking fuck you screen rant. Okay, go. I'm done. <laughs> I'm calling out screen rant there for go. their bisexual erasure. I'm sure our 14 listeners are really going <laughs> to stick it to Meg them. is going to go hard at screen rant for me. Yeah. That's true, actually. We're, we're watching Jessica Jones for her. She mm-hmm. has to do this for us That's now. That's correct. Uh, no, I was going to say that, like, we have to always also draw a line between media representations of fictional queer people and real life people. Mm-hmm. Because it's very common and very natural for how you view yourself to change over time. You know, for somebody to think, oh, I'm a lesbian, and then later on go, oh, no, I think I'm bisexual, or vice versa, or whatever. And I support anybody can change whatever label they want to pick. That is very personal and totally up to you. But... I think it's different when in in media, when a writer, you know, says this character is such and such or, dare you. you know, I, I'm I'm still annoyed about like Willow on Buffy saying that, you know, that she was gay when she was in my obviously opinion, bisexual. She should obviously be bisexual. If she's a real mm-hmm. person, she gets to say she's a lesbian. Right. But, but the writers decided. Yeah. Which made me annoyed. Anyway. So I love the episode. It was very well done. I mean, it was okay. I liked parts of it, but that was the best part, and then I got mad later. Oh, man. I love this episode. Okay. It so was a good episode. episode. Let's talk about the episode. What are okay. our three plot points? Uh, Vic is being taken <gasps> over by Fucking Father Box. Fucking Father Box! His dad shows up 
against, against his wishes. His wishes, which is like, but also Vic's a teenager. So Vic was kind of you know physically falling apart and being yes. taken over. And by also Vic's a teenager. So a uh, lady whose name I forget is the like, evil doctor. No, no, um, the one of the. Not one of the. New oh, she's a gods. new god person. They yeah. brought. That's right. She's a dreamer. Um, what's her? What's his nose? Our boy Cal, whatever, went and got her. Yeah, yeah, and she's like, "Hey, you know, you should go look for a uh, wait, dreamer, like dreamer from Supergirl." Yeah, I think it's the same person. No, she's from Legion of Superheroes. Well, they, she's not a new god person. They introduced her as Dreamer. Oh, because no one can have the same name. I mean, oh. she's from a different planet, Beatrice. Anyway, she shows up. What? So she's not wrong. She was introduced as Dreamer, apparently. Okay. Well, she shows up. What's his name? His name's not Cal. Colin. Vic? No, Superboy. No, Connor. Connor. Connor went and got her, and she's like, I can't help you, but here's a mother box. Go get father from father box. He's here. It's like, you have to go steal a magic She literally, that's right. She literally goes, hi, this is the problem, throws a mother box at them, and dives through a boom tube. And is like, fix it yourself, bro. The last time we went to see this guy with the magic chair, my friend punched him in the face, so probably it's not going to go well if I go with you. Okay, excuse me. His name is Metron. And the guy in the chair. chair. He's got that's his Mobius chair. Okay, magic chair. You need to get the dude in the magic chair. And then they go to the fucking source wall. And oh my god, you're you're so excited! I love this stupid (laughs) show. Who the fuck puts the source wall in any show? I have a question. It is the edge of reality. That was my question. Where they're like basically the ununiverse is on the other side of it. Like, why didn't we go there? Because we just came out of some dude's nose. Well, we did go there. Uh, it's all, like, basically all of the universe's gods, as they lose followers, lose faith, they get absorbed into the source wall and become this protective barrier that encircles our universe. So wait, wait, but can, like, we see the other side? Yeah, if I stand on top of all of their heads, can I see into what we're being protected from? Because I would like to do that, please. You, can, one, you probably should not do can that. Can I pee off the edge? That, Second two, question. <laughs> Uh, have you? Oh, Can I shoot. try to squirt off the edge? Oh no! What's the name of the? Oh, I've, oh, this would have been better if I remembered the name of that movie. Um, what's the one where they like went beyond the universe and then came back and is a horror movie on a spaceship? Oh, uh, it was a Event like, Horizon. Yeah, the eyeballs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that's how you get like Event where Horizon. Where he like he like yeah. In your we don't need eyes. No where we're that. going? Yo, I, I I could deal. Jesus. I go back to my earlier question. Can I pee off the edge of the? I don't think wall? you should. I mean. Mm. That's like we were talking about whenever I talk to somebody about flat earth, I'm like, if the earth really was flat, do you know how many fucking tourists would be going off the edge to whiz off the edge? Oh, I like know. all of them. <laughs> anyway, we came out of some dude's nose, and then the dude in the magic chair fleed from us. He fled hard. Fleed? I made it up right now. Exit okay. stage left pursued by a bear. Or the young Well, justice. the bear was who punched him in the face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, they they track him down. And Just like a series of boom tubes. Yeah. We see Superman fighting uh, uh, Apocalypse forces. And then Superman says a really confusing sentence for, you know, anyone with a brain. And he says, nobody but that kid makes me dizzy. What? Uh-huh. Remember? Sure. He, yeah. They, like, talk or whatever. And then the kid's boom tube out of there. And Superman goes, there's nobody else in this world who can make me as dizzy as that kid or something. Something like and that. And the two of us were like, does Superman have a crush on Connor? 
I don't remember exactly it's what the weird phrase was, thing to but say. it was a no. weird turn of it phrase. It was a weird turn of phrase. I, I think Superman, after getting over his, Bullshit. oh God, there's a clone of me and I'm uncomfortable because I'm a baby, yeah. basically sees Connor as like an adopted child. Well, they call each other brothers, which I actually really like. Yeah. That's very cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Connor invites Superman to be his best man. And I'm like... Very cute, but also like doesn't deserve it. There's a thousand other people Connor oh, should ask. Oh, it should be but Tim Drake. Whatever. A duh. Of course it should be Tim. Yeah, because they are the BFFists. Nailed it. Best friend friendist. I got it. Duh. Yeah, everyone got it. It yeah. was not subtle. Nope. And uh, that was most of this episode. Vic gets fixed. Blah, my, blah, blah. my favorite line was um, no more boom tubes inside from Vic. Because <laughs> it was such a like dad line. I really, I just, I really liked the part where Metron's like, I'm just going to sit here and watch this kid die. Cause oh, that yeah. sounds cool. They brought him they to get help. Back. He's all, oh, he's like, you oh, misunderstood. No. Oh, no, I'm, not. I'm here to watch him be I'm not, consumed. I'm not the mother box. I'm not here to help. And then Connor just like chucks him out of the that chair. That was so good. Hoo-cha! And then Jefferson lights his ass up. Black Lightning's like, hey, but no, ever met lightning before? <laughs> oh, and then we get a little, uh, Side story of uh, McGon talking with um, Harper. Oh, that was, that so was really good. rough. And man, I love But McGon. like, good on McGon. Like, yeah. Gave her information, gave her support, let her make the decision, didn't enforce it. Because I recognize her now. She and her brother um, were part of the Bat family in the comics. They started teaming up with Batgirl and some other stuff to be sort of like street level vigilantes you know oh, nice. no, no powers and they're still pretty young so it was more like let's go stop people stealing purses and yeah, jacket like tvs and yeah stuff. uh the black eye on the eight-year-old was tough yeah that was Did not like it awful Did not like it at all oh and uh violet goes and talks to gabrielle's parents yeah she's and- like a doctor told me I'm dying. And they're like, are you sure? Should we talk to a different doctor? And she's like, no, I only need this one opinion. And I'm like, Violet, go to any other doctor. Yeah. Well, then she tells them about all of the bananas shit that's happened to her in the last couple of months. And, and then they call her like a witch, basically. She's uh, her dad's her her dad did. And then her mom was like, I don't give a shit. Look, Everyone's it's a banana dead. pants world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's, Wasn't uh, it like, everyone I've loved is dead? Let's leave this girl alone. Yeah. I like how she did say, like, I didn't do anything with your daughter's body until she was already dead. She wasn't using it. I borrowed it. Well, yeah. But now that, it's mine. Well, especially, I... Because I, she's just a mother box, right? In human form? I, I think mm. she's, like, an amalgam of a mother box and a human soul, basically. Okay. Well, and it, it does ring very true to me that she maybe somehow ended up near Gabrielle's body and was like, I'm going to try to fix this. And she tried and she, yeah. she failed at it. And then she and went, then well, this stuck. is just mine now. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, side note. I just looked around this table and I went, there are four phones and only three people. <laughs> and yes. I went, Malia. One of them it's is my backup place. phone. No. Malia is just that person where she I bet just doesn't know where her phone bucks. is. In the next 15 minutes, she pings that. I'm. Yeah, I would believe that. That's that's fine. A, that's you a just text back. her and tell her it's in here. If she wants it, she'll find it. No, so she doesn't ping it because we're doing stuff. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that was... Oh, and then we had, like, a cute little montage of stuff happening. Yeah. And then we got boys kissing, which is, like, my favorite thing. Smooches. And I really like our new um, fish power friend. Yeah. She's cute. She's cute. I love that he gave her to his parents. He He was like... Give her. He literally was like, "Here are some new parents." Okay, yeah, kind of. He gave her parents. He gave her parents. I like basically. that his dad his, is from San Diego. Also, <gasps> what a cutie! Stepdad. 
Yeah, because um, in the comics, at least, and I, I assume it's just a subtle shout out to that. In the comics, uh, San Diego sinks and becomes like New Atlantis. Oh, and everyone Ooh. in San Diego, uh, on the as part of it, like I forget why exactly. There's some like magical hoopla. Um, it sinks. Everyone gains the ability to breathe underwater. Oh, okay. And it's just San Diego's yeah, underwater now. Uh, yeah, here this is what we do. We had a we had a funny moment where we were talking about Calder and like quietly like dating a boy and um beatrice is like oh i bet it's like because i was like it's weird that, like no one knows this about him that sucks i feel like his buddies in the young justice league wouldn't give a shit i'm pretty sure most of the justice league wouldn't give a shit and she beatrice is like well his dad probably would have a, a problem with it and i went that cool dude that we just met he's great he wouldn't have a problem with it and she just goes black manta stupid <laughs> and i was like all right i forget yes but side note Twitter informed me that Black Manta actually doesn't care because um, I guess that when they were creating this character for Young Justice, the original idea was for him to be bisexual, but they got shut down by the network and was yeah. like, you can't do that. God for forbid a bisexual person exists on television. And now they're but like, then, fuck you, we're DC streaming. We right? do what we want. We'll do what well, the fuck we want. But then somebody somebody else picked it up for the comics, but it made him in the comics gay instead of bi, which is like, fine, I guess. Um, and so there's a bit where you see Calder talking to Black Manta and like telling him random stuff about himself. And, and also, I'm gay. And then there's a pause for two panels. And then Black Manta goes, you say that like a question. Why do you think I'd care? We're all just meat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Solid just, parenting. I don't care who you... right in the romance I don't box. care who you fuck, because basically we're all just walking meat suits. Yep. We're all just, you know, an- love, animals surrounded by rotting flesh. I love saying meat suits to people who <laughs> don't watch Supernatural, because the reaction is priceless oh, there's great. like a beat of silence and then they go ew <laughs> man kripke should have really uh patented that yeah. phrase i mean it's it's real we're literally just like bones and flesh piloted by a brain yeah oh my god yeah. we are jaegers <gasps> yeah functionally made out of stardust and, and carbon anyway i love science and physics oh, what's Talk next jessica jones Ugh, all right I accidentally am now an episode ahead. (laughs) I was three quarters of the way through watching it on my lunch break when this idiot goes, oh, wait, we're one ahead of Kenneth. And I went, well, that doesn't fucking help me now. (laughs) So you guys talk about it because I am ahead. All right. Uh, So this is her. We find her fling um, is actually a meta also who basically is a very low level psychic that can only pick up. Kind of shame, yeah, assholes. Well, it's like it's like it's not even like shame. It's like because I don't think the bad guy feels shame. That's true. Like evilness. It's evilness. It's basically. not even guilt because I don't think he feels guilt either. It's literally just people who are who have done a bad thing carry some sort of psychic like pulse that makes him have migraines. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm not sure quite what weird. to say about it. Because yeah, I don't think it's it's not guilt or remorse. It's no. not. None of these people feel bad about what it's not doing. necessarily pain. I don't really want to say sin because that doesn't really work no. either. It's, it's just, just like a, a, a scar on badness. their psyche. Yeah, mm. it's like true evil, not like religious evil or spirit like spiritual evil, like actual evil where you have harmed another person because we're all connected. We all came from the same place. You know the whole like um, what's that thing that you love, Kenneth? The um, unconscious 
human psyche. Yes, the unconscious human psyche, right? Calm down, no, the, Marianne uh, Williamson. No, I was going to say right? the, the universal the subconscious. Universal unconscious? Yeah, the universal mm. unconscious, right? We're all connected because we all are alive and living and have these brains. Um, when you do something bad to other people, that would leave some sort of mark on you. Not because in like, when you point a finger at someone, you're pointing three back at all yourself. Right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> anyway, that's Thanks how I us. kind of see it in that, like, they have almost, like, blotches on them uh-huh. that, like, radiate something, and this is just what his power tunes into. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's interesting, because, like, the woman they talked to who, who embezzled funds, I bet she feels guilty, but... I bet you she doesn't, because she gave them that bullshit sob story and sold it like a pro. That woman is a grifter. Yeah, I was gonna say, but also, but the guy with the kitty porn does he, not no feel shame. guilty. That's why I think it's not about guilt or yeah. shame or any kind of like societal human reaction to like people it's not liking you. Evilness. It's literally evilness. Like mm-hmm. it could be low level, like hers, where she that's that's evil. You've ruined these people's futures. But it's not like no one's dead. Evil, but there's also high level evil. But I mean. You've got to look at it from a math perspective of, like, you kill one person, that's a lot of evil. You're right. She's ruined the lives of an entire company. low-level evil to 400 people. Like, it's still... Yeah. No, you're not wrong. That's why she pinged on... Evil calculus. That's why she pinged on his radar, even though all she did was embezzle funds. She ruined the lives of 400 people. Yeah. Yeah. So, long story short, uh... He gets migraines. Yeah, gets migraines when he's around very shitty people. So then he blackmails them, like an idiot. Like you do. And uh, they figure out one of the three people he's been blackmailing is probably the one who stabbed Jessica. Uh, they they work through two of them, get you know knock two very shitty people well, it's off, interesting, which like, is nice. He blackmails them because the only time when he doesn't feel shitty is when he's gambling or fucking, and so or he's a hella drunk or hella drunk. So like he's a bad gambler probably because he's real drunk, and so he. <laughs> owes all this money to basically a suburban loan shark. Yeah. And she's awful. So, like, that's why he blackmails people. Yeah. It's a Guy, vicious cycle. don't do this. Yeah. Nah, man. Like, Just drink and fuck. Don't gamble. Or you gotta, like, you gotta do something. You gotta move to somewhere where... Where? Amish country. I no, don't know. No, those... You gotta watch out for the silent ones. <laughs> the quiet ones that are the worst. Yeah, just, like, remote tech support. In the middle of Alaska, the basically. Yeah. Alaska. Just you and polar bears and fish. Mm-hmm. And you slowly curate people into your life who yeah. are not assholes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, one lady embezzles, one guy, like, kidnaps children and does really yeah, gross stuff with them, file. I'm sure. He has a secret, like, little girl's room in his apartment. Blech. Gross. Um, and then we find out that the third guy is uh, real, real scary. Yeah, like... Just a like happy Dexter level murder serial sociopath. killer, yeah, yeah, who's like wicked smart, yeah, insanely smart, mm-hmm. very physically adept, With and a complete lack of empathy, yeah, yeah. I assume no, it's he be is the a sociopath. Big oh, bad yeah. for the season, but... yeah. They talked about him in like an article or something. Okay, okay. I definitely thought it was going to be hamburger. So did I. I remember bro. you saying in like episode two or something that he's like a bad dude, and I was like really bummed out because he. He's actually kind of cute. Yeah, yeah. He's, and he's got some like, charm. He's not a great fellow, but he's just like a, yeah. a goober. He's just like a low-level dude. He's douche. a dirtbag. Yeah, he's yeah. a dirtbag, and we all love dirtbags. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> So he, he goes to the loan shark. Uh, she's like, hey, you're three hours late. Yeah, maybe I kill you now. 
Trish shows up, saves him. Um, he tells Jess that. Jess goes and confronts the the sociopath who's like, man, I'm five steps ahead of you. You don't even know what game we're playing. And is very Adrian Chase. Are we not going to talk about what happened when Trish saved him? Oh, yeah, I mean, she also, she like... killed somebody? She didn't... We don't it. know that lady's dead. No, that lady's stabilized. Uh, Trish called the hospital. Oh, that's right. And they yeah. said she was fine. Okay. Yeah, so whatever. She got some... Also, in the I belly. don't care, because that woman has killed people. Oh, yeah, no, she's... But, like, this is gonna be a thing we have to deal with, because Trish is what writers think is a good person. No, I mean, I'm a good person. It, I wouldn't feel bad about this that. This is great, because now, between Trish saving him, but also almost killing a lady... This is what brings her and Jess back together. Yeah? Yeah. Because right. we, we end this episode also with uh, Trish running her show and um, Jess calling in and being That's like, true. Hey, oh, yeah. damn it, it's time to rebuild bridges. I love that and I'm happy. sweater. That yeah. sweater is my best friend. <laughs> is that what was said? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, basically. That's not what I remember. The sweater kind of chafes, but is really tenacious and is always there for me. And I'm just like... Aww, you dum-dums. Uh, spoiler alert for the next episode, which you guys already know. Um, it's really fun watching Jessica have to go to all the people she's alienated and ask for favors. Yeesh. It's gonna be awkward. That's a fun time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was, it was fun from like, like a petty side of your humanness where you're like, yeah, you should treat people nicer, Jessica, and not be so high and mighty. But then also it's like super awkward and I hated it. Yeah. Anyway, Jessica Jones. Monica's ahead. Damn it. Yeah, um, I'm talking about Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing! Cryptid Boyfriend! Oh man, this episode was so good. So good. So good. I got played in this episode. Did you? Oh yeah. Tell us this. Tell us your story, Kenneth. What happened to you? Uh, who hurt you? Sheriff (laughs) Sheriff goes to Avery's house and is like, hey, we got to go. And Avery's like, hey, wife lady. You seem so happy. That's great. That was actually super cute. I it was know. like a really cute moment of, I know he's a terrible person and she's a terrible person, but also she suffers from depression and isn't doing anything about it. She's yeah. been wallowing in it for God knows how long. And this guy who probably loves her, I mean, he does seem to care a lot when she got injured and stuff. Yeah. And you eventually, <laughs> I mean, she's his money. You eventually develop feelings of some format he put her injury on hold to talk to the science guy he cares a moderate amount but he cares a little she is in a way important to him Mm -hmm. yeah he's a selfish asshole but he loves her as much as he can exactly so that moment when she's like happier and she seems more the woman that he may be married and it reminds him a little bit of what they could be if they could both get their shit together. Yeah. Which is like a really nice moment. And she's knows about his cheating and whatever. And to see the two of them actually have like a really cute domestic, we do actually like each other moment, even if it was fake from either side, it was really nice. I really liked it. I don't know. It was cute. And then Kenneth got played. And then Kenneth got played. Sorry. It was fake from one of the sides. Uh, The sheriff shows up. He's like, Avery... You we gotta go butthole. do a thing. <laughs> Alec Holland's alive. Yeah, let's go track what? him down. What? And then, uh, you know, Sheriff and Avery go out into the swamp. Uh, Sun shows up also. They boop Avery in the head, take him out onto the water to kill him. Well, Avery knew it was a trick from the start. Yes, he did. And uh, he stabs the sun. They they shoot him. He falls into the water. Bunch of times. He th- falls into that evil, evil swamp. We, we 
definitely know that. Basically, falling into the swamp is shorthand for probably you're going to come something. back real weird. Yeah. yeah, the swamp is basically the same as the super soldier formula or the Lazarus pit. Yeah. It heals all wounds. Yeah. And not yeah. necessarily in the way you maybe want it. No. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. Sometimes then, you end up with a like a red skull under your fake face. Oh, jeez. Do, do you have one of those? Oh, no. You'll never know. Please do not touch your face around me. Watch out. Oh, she That would be startling. <laughs> would you startle fart? <laughs> probably. If you, I would if probably I ripped my face off? myself. <laughs> anyway, uh, Sheriff takes Stabson back to... Uh, Avery's house. Which yeah, is Avery's like, house. All and right. he's like, hey, Mama Avery, whose name I should remember also. Maria. 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 Uh, Maria's like, the fuck? And then Sheriff just kind of, uh, you know, name drops. Turns oh, up! dang, Avery's not coming back. And I'm like... Oh, they man. were in and on she's it. Like, cool. So you got the job done. I'm all <gasps> gasp. Yeah, that was a great yeah. turn because we also did not see that yeah. coming. I Delightful. Know. When, when she's knocking on the door, I'm, I'm like, what why the here? Fuck? Why would you come here? Yeah, yeah. You and, killed this woman's husband. Yeah, and then I thought for a hot minute that maybe they were going to team up, and, and it friends. was going to be like taking over the town, shutting down all the assholes. But nope, they still nope. hate each other. They still hate each other. Yeah. And this is mostly just so that Mrs. Avery can take over his nefarious business dealings. Which yeah, she seems very she seems good, very good oh, yeah. at. And I think she's just tired of being the money. Mm-hmm. Like, he's obviously a misogynist. Say, let me skip the middleman. Yeah, probably thinks I'm she can't charge. do it. And just very, ask uh, her for money all the time. And now she's like, fuck that shit. I'm gonna be a queen pin. Very, like, shades of a uh, Mariah yeah. from Luke Cage. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. Man, I love that. She sits down at the table, and before that guy even comes up, we see her researching him on her laptop. Mm-hmm. And so then when he sh- when he arrives, she knows exactly what to say. She's read all of the shit. She brings the scientist in on this. I like how she's like, oh, you know what? Avery will be here soon. Dr. Guy, why don't you just start on the prospectus? And I'm like, oh, she's such a good host. Nope! Nope. She was conning us all. Yeah. And by the time they were done, uh, that guy was... In. in her palm. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. They're definitely gonna bone later. I love the... Mm, I'm just kidding. Nah. I, I like the... Uh, pie is basically a metaphor for him buying into what she's selling. Yes. Though I was... We have a theory about the pie. Go ahead. I was thinking, because she made very clear when she talked with the scientist earlier about how they need a larger sample size. And so when she makes a big deal about this pie, but then doesn't eat any herself, I thought, oh, oh shit, nah. did she dose him? No, it's a terrible plan because she needs to get him. He's the money. Yeah, he's he needs. Money. She needs him on her side. Like yeah. that. Right. That ma- no. All that right. makes no sense. It was a fun thought that we had. No, it's ridiculous. You're, You're ridiculous. ridiculous. Ew! Wow. Ew, David. <laughs> so that's our a plot. Yeah, and a uh, b plot. Uh, you Don't know, you hand wave the b plot? Well, it's basically romance. Blah, romance is the blah, blah, blah. Ha- and B-plot. then like they the cuddle. r plot. Heyo. Heyo. Uh, can the I tell D you? Plot. We got to a point where. For dick. I made a joke inside my own head and laughed so hard oh at God. it, I almost fell off the couch. And she I, dropped her phone. <laughs> I'm so glad I watched these Then I had to tell her, and then we both laughed for five minutes. Shoot, we had to stop the show. Okay. I don't even remember the joke now. What uh, was the joke? I remember. Okay. I'm going to tell it. It's Lay funny. this upon me. Okay. So, Put your phone down. <laughs> so it's, it's Alec. <laughs> so obviously they're having their meet cute. He looks like human Alec, Alec. again, uh-huh. and then 
And then she's like, oh, I haven't eaten since yesterday. And then he makes plums appear. Okay, like, we need to talk about this when she's done talking about the joke. We have a lot to say about the B-plot. And, but then, like, a bunch of shit happens. She gets infected with this thing in her arm. And so she's, like, on the table, right? And he's pulled her shirt up so that we got the belly out. Mm -hmm. And it's all very, like, sexy in a weird way. And he's like, there's a war being raged inside of you. And there's the there's the green and the rot, and there's too much of the rot in there. And so in my head, I go, oh, so obviously she needs more of the green inside her. <laughs> like his dick. His dick. His dick, Kenneth. <laughs> wow. But then he does. He, he like puts, puts himself inside of her. tendrils in her belly. Kenneth. And you Sexy. stop watching the show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This show is sexy AF. Okay. All right. This show needs to get renewed. It does. Let's talk about the whole plum situation. Okay. So we like this because we like romance. And generally on shows, correct me if I go in a weird direction. Generally on shows. What? I know. You're Maybe you obviously going to go in a weird direction. Oh, I just, I think, well, I, was, I was telling I'm her that. I'm too into it. What I, what I really liked about this is because Alex still figuring out his own power. Mm-hmm. And so this, this romantic act of bringing her food is like directly from his self-conscious, from his subconscious. So it is a pure act in the most specific way that he didn't have to think, oh, maybe if I bring her food, I'll get something out of it. It was just like a reflex. Yeah. Oh, oh Abby's you're hungry. hungry. Let me fix this. I, I have to fix it. And then it just appeared. It wasn't it even just came. It wasn't even let me fix it because he didn't know he could fix it. It was, oh, this person I care about is hungry. I want her I want her to like me and I like her. I'm gonna dig around looking for food for her. And like subconsciously, he just goes, here's a healthy snack for you because I like you so much. And it was just so sweet sweet and so cute and with no like ulterior motive. He's not trying to get anything from her. There's nothing weird about it. And there's something, there's there's something so innocent. There's something dead inside. All right. Well, and, and there's there's <laughs> something nice. There's something so romantic You're, about the, food in in the yes. like, in any sense. I mm. think also the difference here is a gendered difference. In ew. that, ew, David. Okay. In that, <laughs> this is not a thing you need to worry about. Mm. Generally, as a man, is like women going out of their way to like trick you into stuff. Yes, it happens. Yeah. Women are also garbage, mm-hmm. but in general. Women have to kind of like worry about why someone, a man, oh yeah, is what is doing your ulterior for motive right. for this? Yeah, no, and, that's yeah. very fair. Being I can tell you the, the story about when I was sixteen and a guy on the internet tried to give me a car. Oh my god, <laughs> no. Okay, but also, what you if you? So many weird stories that I haven't heard. Like what the fuck? She rations them. Yes, she told us some story about who did you meet? Christina Aguilera. Oh, and Matthew Perry. We've been friends for almost a decade. And I love both of those people. <laughs> anyway, it's for that's for later. The point being, you're not dead inside. This is just not a thing you've ever have to had to worry about. And we are in a fucking like romantic wasteland here. You know, as your life needs adults dating sexy werewolves. All right. I mean, you're not you're wrong. not wrong, but like you can't find that on Hinge, okay, bro? That this really cute, innocent, pure. Mostly just because he likes her act is so interesting and new and fresh. Mm-hmm. It like it it stopped us in our tracks. 
That's all. That's cool. Oh man, yeah. I'm I'm pretty, anyway. I'm pretty tired of like shit where dudes think if they give you a thing that they means they they get yeah, something. They get something. Yeah, it's like it's, some sort of like currency investing. exchange. Yeah. Um, well, there's, also, there's a great line that I will quote until I'm dead, which is that. Uh, <laughs> What is it? Women are not vending machines that you put friendship tokens into until sex falls out? Yeah. It's a good one. Oh, but the friend zone. (laughs) (laughs) Either you're my my friend or you're not. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Anyway, um, I also really liked that she (laughs) kissed him after she touched his arm and felt his swamp thingness. Mm -hmm. Yes. That she didn't, like kiss him out of the blue when he was still human Alec that she touched his arm they both recognized that she the illusion was only for eyes and then she kissed him well, well, she's DTS bro yeah she oh, fucking yeah. is well down, down to swamp. swamp ew what up David <laughs> gross well and that it wasn't not how I would describe that, that. that we we both recognized in the moment that it that it's a hallucination that he has he's not actually human right mm-hmm. at no point was this a lie this was something they were both aware of. That was also really nice. Yeah, yeah there was no trickery involved. Yes. Like, this the show, first thing that he said been gross. was, this is not hey, real. Uh, parts of me kind of peeled off and are in you now, and now you're seeing this. Yeah. Yeah, because this show could have done that. It, this could have been an icky show. Uh, where no, no, because honestly, at this point, I trust DC Universe. I'm saying. To yeah. not do a sturdy. Other shows. I'm, other shows would have just... He wouldn't have said anything. Like, I don't know who I am anymore. I know. He wouldn't have said anything in the hopes of getting a makeout. But DC uh-huh. is like, no, fuck that. We're going to tell her everything. Yeah. So I really appreciated that as well, is that they both were consenting adults with the hallucination and with the kissing, even though she knows it's not real. Yeah. And now, and now he's, he's like dumb and sacrificing himself. He's like, no, she'll never want to be with me. <sighs> She's in danger. She's not in danger she's if she's danger. with you. Dum-dum. Like, remember a couple of episodes ago when you ripped that guy into four pieces? Remember when you show up out of nowhere all the time and save her dumb ass? Oh, man. Or when he, like, hit wow. that tree and sent all those bits of bark into that dude's face? Yeah. 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 I'm not afraid of anything. If also, I'm I really enjoyed the two of them hanging out when he's, like, Alec and worried about her. And he's like, don't do that. She's like, oh, I'm going to go do that. And then he just, like, <laughs> is following her around being like, don't do that. No, I'm going to do it. But don't do that. No, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so yeah. cute. I think, and that's uh, one of the things that also really interests me about their dynamic is that in a lot of other cases, you know, you get It'd the- be reversed. It'd be totally flipped. Well, or you get, the, you get the human girl, right? And you get the monster in whatever sense- whether it's a, a vampire or, I don't know, bounty Werewolf. hunter or anything. Anything. And then being like... Did you say bounty hunter? I don't know. I guess I'm still She's thinking about Lobo. Lobo. Oh. Yeah, okay, fair. And, <laughs> um, and so they they always tell them, oh, tiny, fragile human, you must you stay, stay out back. of danger. I'll dive into yeah. danger. And she's just like, no! No, She'll fuck hold that. my samples. Alone. I'm going in. Not only am I a tiny, fragile human, I'm going in there. Yeah. And I don't particularly care if you come with me. Which, Which I like a lot. It's great. That's yeah. really it, it. Really sidesteps the damsel um, bullshit trope very neatly. This yeah. show is a fucking gift, and I don't know. I, I don't know who I am either. DC, DC Universe, Universe like, serving shit up. Yeah, and like it's weird. Hey, DC Universe, if you don't have the budget now that you're not getting that cut that you thought you were going to get, either do like. Um, Doom Patrol partner up with HBO. I'm saying they partner Doom Patrol with HBO. There's no reason they can't partner Swamp Thing with, Doom, or, with HBO. Or do some kind of uh, like 
the only reason that Chuck got a third season was because they partnered with Subway, and then we had Subway sandwiches in literally every episode. I'd be fine if like, they partnered shit. with Starbucks, and everyone just held a Starbucks cup in every scene. And, and so, I don't, there's a whole episode about like detritus in the swamp, and it's all Starbucks detritus. Like I don't, I don't care. care. Give me more of this show. It was fine. That whole season of Chuck filled with Subway was at times awkward, but I didn't care because it meant the show got to live. Yeah. Yes. So I won't care. Also, HBO is like pissing money. They can do it. They can Look, do it. Think about how much money they're saving not doing that racist Confederate show. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm well, so also, happy the Game about of Thrones that. is done, so they're not sinking money in that pit anymore. Well, they have new Game of Thrones coming I know. out. Oh, yeah. Which is not the Game of Thrones I thought it was going to be, but it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, I'm, Side I'm interested. Tentatively. Anyway, Swamp Thing. Still great. So great. Love Fucking amazing. It. So sad there's only one season. I love every episode so much. Yeah. It hasn't been very gross lately, though, and I kind of miss the grossness. Gotta dial it back up. But, like, for a while I didn't notice because we had Stranger Things, but, like, we're done with that, so I'm out of grossy, gross things, and now I'm like, I need I need my hit. Oh, man, let me cue up some horror movies for you. No! Yeah. I hey, watched it, and that was fine. You liked it. You don't know that. She had a good time. I said it out loud. It was actually very good. For a scary yeah. movie, like a like a thriller with like clowns and blood and shit, it was very well made. Mm-hmm. I agree. Anyway, what's next? Uh, Crap Town? Crap Town! Yeah! Which I definitely watched. I, That's a lie. I didn't enjoy as much because Lobo wasn't here. I'm so proud we of We miss you. Lobo. I hate you. If Lobo was like this in the comics or on Young Justice, I wouldn't have hated him. Yeah. But he is such a piece of shit in the comics and in the show. But this Lobo was just like a weirdly queer delight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So gay. So gay. Hey, and thirsty. Oh, Crap Town. Um, I have seen it, but it's someone else's okay. turn to uh, recap. Uh, okay. Here's what I remember. We'll recap together. Okay. Um... Adam and <laughs> Adam and Seg are back. Seg does that dumb thing where he's like, I have to go on alone. And Adam kind of talks him out of it. But they split up anyway. Um, Adam goes to the moon to find the resistance because they're going to, like, do stuff with the resistance. Mm-hmm. Seg's like, I have to run an errand. And then goes and bones Lida. Apparently. As one does. As one does. Sure. And then Lida's acting weird. Oh, Lida's like, here's our baby. And he's like, that's not that's, our baby. That's not our baby. That's, where's Nissa? That's Nissa's baby. She's like, oh, she's also working for us. But look at our baby. And he's like, what the fuck is happening? And then their actual baby comes in and then arrests them. <laughs> arrest him. Arrest him. And he, did you know his first name is Drew? I'm really, we're really Drew about Zod? This. Drew Zod. D-R-U. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, Drewzilla? No. Just, Drew just with Drew. a U is a girl's name. Not that we care about things and names shouldn't be gendered, but. That's weird. I'm that's sorry. Weird. It, wow. Drew is such a bro name. It's such a bro name, and it really takes away from, like, the threat of General Zod. Like, the Michael Sheen guy. That's the wrong Michael Sheen. What's that dude's name? Shannon. Shanahan. Shannon. Michael Shannon. The Michael Shannon Zod, who was, like, fucking terrifying and so good. His name was also true, apparently. Yeah. Right, this is what I'm saying. Like, Michael Shannon Zod was so fucking scary. Like, he's... You believe it, because that guy's, like, a psycho. I love him. He's great. But, like, he sold it. But now I'm like, how scared can you be of a man named D.R.U.? Not that scared. Wow. I guess I just never knew that General Zod's first name was Drew. Drew. It's such a <laughs> soft name. It's like, what? And it's not very Kryptonian. His dad's name is Seg-El. 
Uh, maybe his full name is Drusagar Azadagon. <laughs> My God. Drusagar Azadagon. Can that be the name of the podcast? Okay, can we just get through this Okay, episode? so anyway, Light is acting weird. Seg hates it. Seg figures out it's because um, they fucking brainwashed her. Yeah, they mm. put her in the brain chair. Which makes a lot of sense. It like, does make yes. sense. Because, like, she's been acting really fucking weird for just, like, being a mom. Yeah. Like, this is quite the turn, Lida. Uh, he fights his dad, gets out of the chair, but we find out it's only because Brainiac's still kind of there. Yeah. We don't That's know how okay. much, but too he's much. definitely yeah, still Yeah, any Brainiac is too much. Yeah. So that kind of sucks. But maybe that means Lobo's coming. <gasps> we don't know. More Lobo. And also showing up. Hey! hey! Uh, let's see what else. Um, on the moon, we find out that Lyda's old boyfriend, who is a smoke show, smoke show, um, he got drummed out, or no, he went AWOL from the Sagittarii because Lyda got brainwashed by her psychotic son and wanted him to kill a fucking cavern full of civilians. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. and he was like, no, thank you. Um, and they did it anyway. And Seg's oh, little buddy, good. Cameron, what's his name? The drunk one. Who ran the bar? Not drunk. Zam? Sure. Zam? Sure. That sounds right. Let's go with Zam. Ziggy? Zam. Um, he has been conscripted and is now a Sagittarii and has mm. just like, through sheer force of will and luck, made it out alive. He actually is the person who gave the boyfriend the freedom to run. He like mm. set him free because he also didn't want to kill a boatload of civilians. Um, so... Hottie, bo- hottie ex-boyfriend and mom are like teaming up to save Lida. Um, there's like a weapon that'll kill a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, it looks like a dildo, quite frankly. Uh, one eye Amazon lady who. She needs a better eye patch. That thing is horrifying. It's not great. Um, it's fine when you look at it straight on. When you look at it from the side, it looks real bad. It's bad. Um, but yeah, so she decides that the best way is to create a weapon that will kill all the Sagittarii at once. Um, and so she gives it to- Which, like, at this point, I'm kind of like, mm, it's not that bad. They were a tool of force and oppression by the first but bad like, guy, and most, now they're a tool of force and oppression by the second bad but guy. most of the Sagittarii at this point have are all been- Are right. been all forced into it by right. Zod. I guess, like, last season, it'd be less terrible. Yeah. Because they all chose to be there. But this season, this they're right. all volunteers. So, yeah, they're so- not volunteers. <laughs> so she gives the- Conscripts. Sorry. So Correct. she gives the big death button to this girl- and then run, she runs out, and then it turns out that Grandpa turned it off so that it was Well, Grandpa everybody. found out about the death button from Nissa, who yes. got the information from her ex-girlfriend, gave it to Grandpa. Grandpa found the weapon and gave it to Nissa for whatever reason. Sure. Because Nissa won't use it. Nissa's taking it back to Zod to get her son. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah, this was bad. But Val assumed, Nissa won't use it. We can trust her. No, her baby's on the line. It's true. Uh, so now there's a nuclear weapon, basically, headed back to Zod. Um, they broke the elevator. No, they almost broke the elevator. Yeah. And then they got caught by a bunch of Sagittarii. So Adam and Ziggy, Zam, Ziggy Zam, are, <laughs> sure. they've been caught. Segel knows that Brainiac is with him. I don't remember where he ended up. Oh, he got, he got. He, like, got himself free and, like. Yeah, because Zod put him in the chair to, you know, roast his brain a little bit. But Brainiac helped him get out. And then he's on the run. Right. It looked Mm. like he had been brainwashed. And when they let him out of the chair, he was just Seg again. Because, like, 
Brainiac pronounced yeah. him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I bet. Yeah, Brainiac must have like a real, uh, a real dope firewall up around Sykes' brain. I feel like he's also like telekinetic and psychic, so yeah. he's got to have practice. Yes. Um, Other nerd. What else happened? Like, Lobo no, wasn't there. That was it, man. We we sat down to watch this episode and went, "What's even going to happen now that Lobo's not here?" Yeah, we don't even care. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So yeah, everybody's basically either caught or on the run, which is where we were last episode. But it's just a different, different configuration pattern. <laughs> Fair. Um, I'm mostly intrigued by Smoke Show boyfriend and mom running around mm-hmm. because, like, they're both pretty hot. <laughs> I love like, Adam. Adam's my fave. What if they bone down? That'd be a little weird. Like, mm, I'm fine with it. Maybe it's time for a new daughter. Adam is definitely my fave. Segel is a cutie. They shaved off his dumb beard and gave him a yeah, haircut. Yeah, I saw that. And he's looking blonde. That's good. That that beard was not, not, not good. It was not, not good. Not good. No. Are you ready to talk about shields? Oh, God. Blah, blah, uh, blah. Fitz and Mac reunite. Oh, yeah, that was so cute. He just, like, picked him up and held him for, like, ever. I forget the size difference oh. between them. Oh, one's <laughs> a tall and one's a small. Man, remember back in season two when we shipped the fuck I out of them? I still ship the fuck out of them. I don't care who they're in love with slash married to. I love they. You know, sorry, when I was at the sh- the last S.H.I.E.L.D. panel okay. at SDCC, um, they were like, so season two, <laughs> we wanted Fitz to have a new friend. And so we, we got this mechanic for him. And then also, apparently, so they have a long story tradition of... On this seven season show? Yeah. Because uh, they killed off a fair amount of people. Yeah. yeah. So the, they're going to be like, okay, you know... Hey, we need to talk to you. And then they like, they pull you into a room. They say, you know, you've done great work. This is our plan. I'm very sorry you're going to die. It's going to be awesome. Blah, blah, blah. And you're so, going to die and it's going to be sick. And so, uh, for Mac, uh, the dude who plays him, I, I forget his Alphon- name. No, that's his real name. <laughs> well, yeah. Alfonso uh, McKenzie. I was like, oh, Jesus bye. Christ. Don't worry um, about it. They, after, like, a random shooting, they pulled him aside, but in, like, a not-the-normal, hey, we're gonna kill you way, but he's still like, oh, shoot, okay, you know, I, I had, had a good, good run. run, this was fun, yeah. I met some new people, yeah. I was on a cool show, and then they're like, we wanna make you a season regular, and he's like, sorry, what now? I don't know what to do with this information. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> That's so great. Because they did, they gave him a really good relationship with the entire fucking cast. Yeah. They made him best friends with Fitz right off the bat. Um, they made sure that he and Simmons had a good relationship when she yeah. came back and wasn't weird. Made they him partners they with made Daisy. him partners with yeah. Daisy and they're like real tight. Like he was, you know, like a sub- whatever the opposite of a mentor is with Coulson. Mm-hmm. Like they did a really good job folding him into this cast. Yeah. Protégé. And it's just like him talking about going from being a like, you know, bit part mechanic. He's just like this mechanic guy who's here to hang out with this shield. dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. It was great. Uh, I, I remember when he was like, I am not a field agent. And they were like, too bad, bud. We are strapped for personnel. Also, you're a giant. Also, you're humongous. Also, tell us about your shotgun axe. He's like, well, okay. Well, here's my, my idea. Can we talk about that fight between him and Sarge? That was pretty Oh, man. I had to go into my room for five minutes. Jesus. Um, so I could do it twice. <laughs> Monica's a speed demon. Blood. <laughs> it's taking a lot of practice. <laughs> <laughs> she can, <laughs> she'll race the popcorn and i'll win <laughs> i need to go can that be the name of the podcast i'll race the popcorn <laughs> she'll race the popcorn 
and I'll win. win. And win. Anyway, uh, Sarge thinks he's taking the bird. He is not. He's not. Um, we're pretty sure we're going to die on a truck. Mm-hmm. We did not. But I really liked the call from Simmons to the Quinjet when. Oh yeah, we're we're six two two, and he's like, "Yeah, this yeah. is Shield six two two. This is also Shield six two two. And she's like, "I think I think I'm Shield six two two. He's like, "Nope, pretty sure us too." And I was <laughs> like, like oh, "Ah, shit, that's a code for we're under duress." <laughs> and then Sarge gets on the line, and Fitz, Fitz is all, "What, Coulson? What? You said he was dead." <laughs> he said a tough run. Man, it's like everybody just has to get reintroduced to the fact that there's a new weirdo Coulson running around. Oh, man. And then Sarge. New weirdo fits, honestly. Also that. But at least he still fits. Yeah, true, true, true. This guy doesn't know who he is. Are you okay over there? I'm just listening. <laughs> listening. It's and funny. You have to, like, move your booties out of your way. They're very large. My God. Look. Um, I haven't seen my feet while standing up in years. <laughs> Um, oh, so this was a pretty amazing episode for Daisy. Uh, first, Holy she, shit! she stopped a nuke with her powers. Yeah, yeah. And then she killed all the Shrikes. Yeah. Which, holy shit. Yeah. That was so cool. She Getting didn't even, like, done. she didn't even, like, move her hands or anything. She just, like, with the sheer force of will and her, like, aura just blew them all up. Yeah, that was sick. Basically, I just imagined she put, like, a, like a, a not a... Um, a frequency bubble mm. around herself and you know the they team just or whatever. Slammed into it, and well, in slamming into it, it just disintegrated their atoms. Mm-hmm. Ooh, interesting. That's like a how sound like a, works, like a speed bubble. No, <laughs> not like a speed bubble. This is how sound works. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, claw. I'm a sound scientist. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got a mind now. Absolutely, that claw not. universe. <laughs> Honestly, this episode. I think you felt mean like, bubble you. Uh, this episode felt like a season finale, right? So it much of it, and there's a lot left. I mean, not like a lot, but like four episodes. Oh man, uh, I got vaguely spoiled for something, and I'm very excited to watch the rest of this season. Yeah, because so, like at the end of it, you know, basically, blah blah blah. They drive off. Um, what's her face? Well, okay, so we stop the bomb from going off. Uh-huh. The truck still plows through her little tower, but then releases all the bat things. And mm. I'm like, can't they just go find people to eat? But I guess they didn't. They just hung out. Meanwhile, Izel flees because her tower is broken. Um, Coulson makes the Quinjet go after her. Um, Daisy kills all the strike. They use the jacket. Yes. Um, to go from the plane to the ship to save Fitz and Simmons. Um, in saving Fitz and Simmons, we lose eyeball on Izel for a minute. We go back to the truck. Oh yeah, that was a very important moment where yes. we're seeing um, Jocko and Davis are come into the room they, and like, they split. They and see Izel. Yeah, the, the camera stays with Jocko, but we lose Davis just for a hot second. And Izel for a hot second. So then when, when Jocko goes up the stairs, he sees Davis there, and then Izel is gone. And I'm like, fuck, he's a zombie. Yeah. He's the zombie. He's Izel. He's Izel now. She's also a bird creature thing. Somehow. Like, we don't know how she, that, That's the thing is that I was worried about as we're watching Jocko creep up on her is we don't know what her power set is. We don't know what she can do. We yeah. don't even know if she could be killed. Mm-hmm. This is dumb. 
Real dumb. They should have waited. So obviously the whole time I'm just waiting for Davis to like blow up or whatever. Oh, yeah. Or something. Yeah. yeah. So we get everybody out of the ship, including Davis. Except Jocko. Well, no. Jocko oh, sorry. Yeah. steals the bomb and goes back, which is dumb because you can just take the bomb, put it down, then come home. But like, sure, sacrifice yourself like a dum-dum. He blows up the ship. We think we've killed Izel, but we've lost Jocko. Snow is on the ground with us and she's still a psychopath. Run around free. making moon faces at Deke Fucking Deke is so stupid. And finally, it takes it takes Daisy to be like, "Why is she not in prison?" Yeah, stupid. And he's like, "Oh, you're jealous." No, no, no it's because of the murder. She, she the murders up, people. It's the murder. Okay. Yeah, big celebration. Everyone's happy. Meanwhile, Davis just falls asleep, and I'm like, mm, "This isn't yeah. suspicious at all." Also, I'm sad we found out he has a lady and a baby. And now he's like an evil shrike lady. Yeah. Not good, not good. But everybody seems to be having a good time. Um, except for Sarge, who's locked up again. Whatever. Yeah. Until May just kicks the door open and <gasps> puts three in the so chest, crazy. one in the head. Yes, which is very unlike her. Yeah, feels weird. Feels nah, super weird. No, nah, she's done with his bullshit. But also, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't kill prisoners that are in custody. So I feel like we're in some trouble. Like... Well, okay, so I mean... S.H.I.E.L.D. is now run by the highest high horse motherfucker to exist in the world. There's no fucking way Mac lets her get away with this. One, I disagree. Two, they have no oversight anymore, which is not great. Mac is the oversight, and he believes himself to have the greatest moral compass in the history of time, destroyed his relationship with Yo-Yo over it, gets on everybody's case, well, yeah, gets on everybody's case about every vaguely great decision they've ever made. There's no fucking way she's getting a skate-free pass for this. He was a prisoner in their custody. That means he's under Mac's protection, no matter what he's done before. And Mac is a righteous dill hole. I love the guy, but oh my god! Yeah, I feel like maybe this is maybe we'll see. No, I think ice cream money. She's in real trouble. Yeah, fine. See, my wager is that this is a fake out of some sort. Mm. Ooh, that like either popped him with a night night gun. That's that's like oh that's, no, that was not a night night gun. Was there, not was a night, there was one. There was one. That's a fool's bet. It's definitely some sort of trick. But I'm just saying, if it's not a trick, she's in real trouble with Matt because he's a righteous fuckwad. Yeah, so either that's... He's not not a fuckwad. He's a righteous dingus. So yeah, either that's not May, that's not Sarge, or none of this is happening at all. Some of this... Right, it was somehow performative in some way. Okay. (gasps) Oh my god, what if she's in Deke's, like, mind basket chamber and she's just, like, venting some shit... Okay. I couldn't figure out what to call it. My basket. It's like a like a front cape. Like a front cape. Front cape is an apron. Mm-hmm. You know, you got one of those. Uh, what do they call them? Front capes. <laughs> I was baking. I couldn't think. It gets very hot in our kitchen. Tell oh me God. that's wrong. It's literally a front cape. Or capes are just back aprons. Also Either that. way. Boom. Either way. Mind blown. I accept your premise. Anyway, we have four episodes left. That I can't be right. So, yeah. Only four. I think so. Dang. Yeah. All right, and then next season is the last. I know. I'm actually kind of chill with them choosing it. Yeah. I think it's going to be oh, good. Yeah. Versus, like, I swear to God, four out of six of these seasons, they've ended not sure if they'll be renewed. Yeah. So it's been, like, like an emotional roller coaster. And while those were good, figuring out how to move forward from them has always been yeah. a little rocky. It's still, like, 
I assume this is actually season seven will be the end. Mm-hmm. There's still like the 50-50 in me that yeah. like halfway through next year, ABC is going to be like, you know what? what actually, if, what if there's a season eight? And they're like, what if? God damn it, you guys! <laughs> or they're like spinoff. Yeah, I you know, I would be down for a Shield spinoff. Agents of Deal. Bring back a. Uh, oh my god! Bring back Bobby. Get her doing yes. stuff. Yes, Bobby. Not that other guy. No, though. fuck Hunter. Fuck Hunter. Yeah, like, he mysteriously died for yeah, a second. So I thought you meant Bobby from Supernatural, and I went wrong show. Oh no! Or, honestly, the Bobby and Bobby show. The Bobby and Why Bobby. Not? Do it. The Bobbies. <gasps> nice. Or we bring back Ghost Rider to a Ghost Rider oh, show. Oh shit! Wait, I can't tell if you're trolling. No, no, I would be into that. They're doing a Ghost Rider show. What? I swear to God, we no, talked about this. That wasn't part of the Phase Four, uh, dude. Uh, the same guy playing Robbie Reyes is getting a Ghost Rider show on Hulu. What? And How did I not know it's this? It's confirmed to be the same Ghost Rider. Oh, oh my, god. my god! I'm so excited! Surprise! What? I loved Robbie! Yeah. He was yeah. so, so good as you know, Ghost Rider! There you go. Nice. If they're wrapping up S.H.I.E.L.D., you think maybe Daisy could jump in for a couple episodes? I, that would be dope. Yes. I really love the two of them. I, they hoping, had great chemistry together. Like, I hope they bring him back later this season, or at least a bit of next season, to kind of springboard into his yeah, show. Yeah, back to our pilot. But also, like, he was just so delightful to have around on he the show. He was great. We were just thinking, like, I read some article about how, like, this is quietly the most diverse thing Marvel has ever done. Mm-hmm. And remember our gay superhero? Um, I don't remember his name now, but he Joey. had, like, Joey! He had, like, metal-melting powers! <laughs> and he died. But yeah. he was great! That's because... Most people on S.H.I.E.L.D. die. Yes. It, it's rough. Especially and, if they're powered. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is that if you introduce enough diverse characters, when you kill off a queer person or a person of it's color... It's not that big a deal because they all fucking die. Yeah, because then it's just everybody dies. Right. Yeah. It's not like we're only killing gay Joeys. Mm-hmm. Joey is one of many powered people who have suffered in mm. this show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's been a lot of trailer talks for, you did a great job, also we're going to kill However, you now. <laughs> Here's the great news: you get to die in an amazing explosion. Yeah, hella down, hella down. Oh my god, Robbie Reyes! Man. Remember when we watched the Nick Cage one and it was hot trash, fucking garbage, garbage. Like not even enjoyable garbage. I oh, mean, it was more okay, enjoyable no, than yeah. Catwoman. Catwoman, we didn't even watch. <laughs> yeah. Finish. Well, yeah, bad. But it, like, it's watching that. For- me slash us to just turn a movie off. And we all three agreed on that one. But yeah, the Nick Cage one we finished. God knows how. Um, but Please. like, I like, we watched that and then we saw Robbie Reyes and Robbie Reyes was so much fucking better. Well, mm-hmm. And especially because the way they did his storyline on the show involves so much weird shit mm-hmm. that there's, there's a lot you can do with that. Oh yeah. You know, you could, you could keep him low level like in his neighborhood yeah your friendly neighborhood ghost rider yes or you could expand it into weird dimensional shit por que no los dos por que no los dos there's a there's a lot there you know sometimes i hear about a show or i see a pilot and i think this is an interesting story but how the fuck are you going to keep this up for a whole season the good place which surprised the fuck out of me blew our minds yeah I'm actually really the the last couple months of shows going. Nope, we're just going to choose to be done, and um, networks allowing that to happen yeah. has been really nice because you look at shows that just have like like 
True Blood had seven seasons. Yeah. How and why? Cough, Supernatural, Supernatural cough. has been on for 14 years. Those boys are too old to one, be boys, and two, still be doing this shit. Yeah. But the good place is like, nah, four seasons, we're done. We're going to give you a really good ending. Good Omens is like, nah, we're done. That was the story we wanted to tell. We're finished. Fleabag was one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. We'll never have a season three. And Wait, that's really? good. Yeah, that's good. She She's done. She's oh, no. done with that story. And I actually really like that. If you yeah. want more Fleabag, just rewatch it. Oh, man. Shit's Creek ending after six Schitt's seasons. Creek that was their choosing choice. choosing to end after six oh, yeah. seasons. No, I mean, it is it is the better choice. And it's something that having grown up watching a decent amount of anime, where it's just so much of it is there is a season and that's and it. And that's it. That's what and, you get. Like, it was always one of those things where I was like, I, I wish American T. Uh, Hold you. There it Damn is. Damn it. There it is. Malia! Whatever. Um, I wish American television would do that more. Like, embrace it more. <laughs> yeah. Just, we have this story to tell. Cool. We've done that. We're done. Let's move on to right. a new show. Like, if people really liked Fleabag that much, take the idea of Fleabag, which is a very specific voice from a very specific person who is a woman, and let that person or a person similar... Doesn't have to be the same kind of voice. Doesn't have to be a woman. But let that person tell a tiny little show. Yeah. You know, let find another weird fucking Terry Pratchett book and make us another eight episode season of a Terry yeah, Pratchett novel. Like Unsani Boys into a book. Exactly. Like a there's Nazi. so much you can do. A Nazi. A Nazi. There's so much content out there that it is ridiculous to think that you just have to keep doing it because like oh it's so popular with the fans build something else that will yeah. be popular with the fans Start making misborn tv shows oh my god i mean yes um yes. yeah or else you end up they're just- making a bridgerton tv show which is literally just a really good set of eight oh, romance yeah. novels Dude, i'm so fucking nice. in your like, paper girls got picked up oh i'm saying what? like it's so exciting uh, paper girls is also finishing speaking of things that have an end oh, good. Yes. they they released oh, their last ep- their last issue this week actually that'll be good okay. for the show then because nice. the show has to, a beginning and an I end finish that up yes That's we'll, a, we'll, we'll have to do that on space, girls right? check us out I mean, girls um, interrupting vonnegut no. No. No, Brian He's K. Vaughn. Dead. Kurt Vonnegut's dead. Yeah. You mean Brian K. Vaughn. Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah. Uh, okay. One, yes. Shut up. Two, uh, <laughs> he's the same guy who wrote Why the Last Man, right? He yes. yeah. also that guy, writes Saga. Saga. Yeah, Saga. yeah. Saga. Like, that guy Saga. really likes telling specific uh, arcs, which yes. I appreciate. Which well, I like that we he can stand by it. We can divide his ending, too. We can divide. That's not him, though. But yes, no. also ending. Oh, nice. I oh, yes. read more of that, too. He had a story to tell with Why the Last Man, and he told that story. Saga's going to be ending soon. He's going to finish that story. Um, Paper Girl, he's done. I really, really appreciate that. The guy who is writing Thor, um, Matt, no, the other one. Oh, uh, Dodderman does the colors. The guy who's writing it is Jason Aaron. Jason Aaron, Dodderman, and then Matt Wilson. Dodderman does the art. Wilson does the, the colors. colors. And yeah. then um, Jason Aaron writes it. He has been writing toward this huge big like like universe crashing ending and he's been writing for four years heading toward that god and his his thor is so fucking it's so good. fucking good and he he had a vision and he got there and he hasn't said this out loud but i believe he's gonna be like cool i'm out i did what i wanted with this yeah and i love that mm-hmm. yeah man why not things are good when they have an end also like legitimately i used to really hate british television because it's like one or two seasons they were 13 episodes and you're just left 
wanting more. Yeah. And I actually, like, I'm starting yeah, to it, really appreciate it because shit's tighter. It's really good. And then you're left with this really positive feeling like you you were done right by the storyteller. Yeah. Versus, like, fucking Veronica Mars. Fucking or, like, Mars. fucking How I Met Your Fucking Mother, which could have been one of the greatest shows on television, but most everyone is just angry at the last five minutes of it, which erases their love for the whole fucking... It was on for, like, eight years. Yeah. Nobody talks about it in a beloved fashion. Friends was on for two seasons too long, but they nailed the ending. Anyway, this has gone way off the track. I'll keep going. That's fine. Be a leader, kid. Okay, let's talk about the boys very briefly. Um, I forgot we were covering yeah. the boys. I'd say not even do a recap of it. Just give just a kind of it. an impressions thing. Yes. Do you want to go first? I was delightfully surprised by this show. Same, actually. Um. I, I read the entire Garth Ennis comic run of it. Oh. It was... Recently or back in the day? Uh, Maybe like four or five years ago. Like back in the day and then somewhat recently. Right. And it was okay. one of those where I was like, you know, I liked it when it came out. I reread it. I was like, man, this did not hold up well. And then I feel like this show took my man, this did not hold up well and updated it for a modern time. Yeah. I read a pretty spoilery article about the whole series because like... I wasn't that excited. I was excited when I first saw it, and then I read about, like, the sexual violence against women, uh-huh. and um, the whole, like, kill a woman to spur a man into blank. Really mad about it. But then all the all the articles of places I trust, like the Mary Sue and stuff, were like, no, no, it's actually pretty feminist, blah, blah, blah. So I was nervous. But I read this article, and it basically, comic book is way worse. Um, she's yes. forced into sex with three of the seven male heroes. Ugh. And in the show... It's not shown on... We don't have to see it or anything. Oh, that's good. But the idea is she is coerced into giving one of the heroes a blowjob. Because if she doesn't, he's going to tell all these lies and who's going to believe you? You're brand new and I'm the deep or whatever. And then... And then she finds out, oh, you're basically Aquaman and no one cares about no one about gives you. a <laughs> shit about you. Right. And even before she found that out, she... There's this... I'm going to go into a few specifics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, like, I was worried about her, like, agency. It, mm-hmm. What is this going to be about? But literally, the rest of the episode, and we watch the next one, is about her figuring out what she wants to do. We It never shows him about this, except him being a dick. She doesn't tell anybody else, so it's not about their reactions or the men in her life or even her mom or anything. Mm-hmm. She very, like, roundabout kind of confesses what happened to Huey who they just meet on a park bench or something Mm -hmm. and he tells her a story of another woman and how that woman would handle a problem and that story inspires a woman to handle her problem so I really actually liked that a lot that it was a story coming from a man about a woman but the nugget of truth came from the dead girlfriend Okay. To inspire another woman to stand up for herself. Mm-hmm. And so I really liked the way they did that. And then the whole rest of the two episodes was her standing up to him pretty fucking blatantly. And I'm sorry, she's way more powerful than he is. Oh, yeah. Like, he's he's Aquaman, but I don't think he's, like, even as strong as Aquaman like, or He's anything. got some good dives into water. Right. And that's about it. And he can, like, it. talk to fish, and he's a good fighter. But she basically controls the electricity around her and can send, like, blasts of something like yeah. captain marvel style like out of her palms nice. i don't know if she can fly yet but she is super strong or at least strong so like she could kill him 
quite frankly. Nice. So she remembers that about herself. And I'm actually pretty excited to see the rest of it. And I do really like the way they've handled that. And Huey, while the reason he gets involved with Carl Urban's character is because his girlfriend died, it's not spurred on by him. It's other people kind of like pressuring him and it's not great, but they're using her death as a way to get him to do stuff for them. Mm-hmm. But I almost am more comfortable with it that way, in that he's not being like, my girlfriend was dead, I must avenge yeah, it's, her. Yeah, it's not your classic fridging trope. Exactly. It's my taking girlfriend- that trope and Carl Urban being very, like, trope savvy, basically, right. and leveraging that on right. Huey, which is an okay. interesting twist on it. Yeah, Carl Urban doesn't give a shit about the girl. He yeah. has no feelings about the girl. He has no feelings about Huey. What's her name? Robin? I think so. Yeah. Doesn't care about Robin at all, but knows Huey cared about Robin. Mm-hmm. So Carl Urban, who's basically a violent con man, uses Robin's death. Not necessarily her death, but what her death meant to Huey. Okay. To get him to do stuff, mm-hmm. which is not a thing we've ever really seen before. And like, Huey almost before Robin even died, had a problem standing up for himself and doing what needed to be done, Mm -hmm. but also had this weird thing where he'd get really mad and his breathing would get weird. They, like, introduced this part of his own, like, anxiety and how he sees the world Mm -hmm. before she even died. So, like, she died, but it's not a driving force. It's not a catalyst. Like, it's not used the way that it usually is used in storytelling. Okay. Which is interesting. Really like it. Also, it's violent as fuck. Yeah. And it was a little gross. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. They apparently, uh, only one single scene got kicked back by Amazon and said, mm, nope, this is officially too much. What was it? It was, uh. Um, Cause literally a man has a bomb put up his butt and then he's exploded onto another man. Yes. Were they having sex? No, no. no he He's, was. He had impenetrable. He has carbon fiber, skin. graphite yeah. like skin. So and he's like, basically oh, shoot, invincible. We don't know what to do about this? And they like try to kill him a bunch or like torture him a little bit. And he's like, you can't hurt me. And then like they put a bomb in his butt. They put a bomb in his butt. And <laughs> there's it a wasn't, nature documentary yeah. about turtles. And this guy's like this guy, watching a turtle head going uh, in now, and he's like, hang on. Um, <laughs> and that was written by somebody. That was that was the like the influence of somebody getting real stoned, staying yeah. up all night talking about how would you kill Luke Cage? Yes, basically. And you know what I realized about that scene? Not played for laughs that they put something in the dude's butt the way they would in like a crude film. We didn't have to watch them mm-hmm. non consensually put something in someone's anal orifice. And they didn't make any prison jokes or gay jokes about him, like, taking that thing up the ass. Like, that's great. It, yeah. Honestly. For, I expected a lot worse, but like, they, he just kind of came to him and went, why do I feel weird? And they were like, well, yeah. we did a thing. Surprise. <laughs> Cause that's we horrifying. Be more cooperative it's straight or, uh, up horrifying. Pow. And like, Huey's a little uncomfortable and horrified, so he's kind of like the audience stand-in. And the fact that they didn't make any of those gross jokes, I was like, good on you, the boy. And then they blew him up anyway, and I was like, yeah. alright, well that's like his entire body. Yeah. Yes. now everywhere. So what was, what was the scene? Oh, um, so, oh, so the main, the main lady who's running a Voight, which is like the- it's Fucking Elizabeth Shue. And it's the conglomerate that uh, manages all right, the superheroes. Right, so the, the theory is yeah. basically a huge corporation owns the ser- all superheroes. They have like 222 superheroes in the United States running 
small towns. Okay. They have the seven, and it's basically a huge PR machine, and they just make billions and billions and yeah, billions of dollars. Yeah, because you have, you know, not only are they out there saving the world, but then you're also merchandising, and you're making, making movies, and the they MCU, do talks. And everyone was real. Yeah. Thing. They all get to star in their own films, and blah, 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 blah. So she... At one oh, point, so like, like Captain America playing Captain America in the movie Captain America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. basically. <laughs> um, she she shuts down Homelander over something, um, and the cutscene was him being grouchy about oh you know I'm the Homelander goes flies up to the top of the Chrysler building and just like kind of jerks it over the city while saying I can do what I want Arkin <laughs> you can't boss me and, and Amazon is like. No, there's a line. Let's walk that back a bit. Why is it that because, a line? Is it because like the comb could hit someone and they could die? I I want to talk to to Hulu because like how is blowing up a man who's naked because he has a bomb in his ass like more all right than a crybaby moving his arm off screen? I, I assume because Chrysler Building has like the American Eagle things, and it's dude oh. with a flag cape oh, it's on the flag an American case. Eagle it's the flag case. Jerking, jerking it over a city. In a disrespectful like. way, while being called Homelander. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> from, like a, from like a political state kind of way, sure. Yeah. So it's not so much about the jerking it as it is the context, the context of the jerking it. Yeah, where it's a whole thing. It. It's like... Yo, Homelander is like fucked up, but also that's Dennis Quaid's son. And the first time oh. he spoke, I went, is Dennis Quaid in this? And it's nice. just, they, he, they just have the same voice. There's a moment where Starlight, like, comes home to the building. She's, like, on the team. She lives in the building. Um, and, like, he's just, like, like, there's a photo on a wall, and he's four inches away from it. And it's a photo of himself. And he's just standing, like, staring at the photo of himself. And she's like, what the fuck is happening? And he, he's like, oh, uh, hey, welcome to the team or whatever. And she, like, goes to bed. And then it goes back. He just starts staring again. He's using his x-ray vision to watch the head of the company, like, pump milk. Because she had a baby and she, like, there's a plot point where she's talking about, like, she pumped and pumped and pumped and only got so much, you know, whatever. And he's literally getting, like, like, he's fetishizing it. Gross. But also, in a separate scene, like, she's pumping while conducting business and nobody talks about it. It's just, yeah. uh, hey, you know, whatever, this there. is happening. Yeah, she's like on the phone doing business, talking about the fact that that yeah. sound you hear is me pumping also let's make a billion dollars. Like, so it's really handled well and she handles him really well. She knows he's got a thing for her and she kind of utilizes it against him. He's really gross and weird with her. There's a strange moment where you can tell he has a crush on her and his way of like being kind or flirting is like he literally is like <laughs> shoots oh, an airplane down. I no. Um, no. <laughs> but also she yes. she like has like the milk or whatever and he like makes some comment like, Oh, I'm just I'm so surprised slash proud so slash amazed that a woman of your age could have a baby. Oh, and she kind of like, face is like he like thinks he's like giving her a compliment and her <laughs> like Elizabeth's shoe for about a second is like and then goes, oh, well, thank you so much. This like, goddamn man that I have to marry. <laughs> Son of a fucking bitch. Oh, and also he has super hearing and found out that she was being blackmailed by the mayor of a fucking city. And so while that mayor was flying home, he destroyed the plane yeah, with his all, evil oh, Superman so eyes. so sad that I lasers your plane. Ah, shit. That's not subtle at Dude, all. like. No. This show is so good. And it was actually really good. I'm, I was surprised. Yeah. Ugh. 
Um, also, Carl Urban. Carl Urban is just, just having the like, best time. I, you know, I'm I'm not back on Judge Dredd, so I'm just going to chew this scenery. Yeah. Whatever. Um, they let him be Australian. I don't think he's New Zealand. I think he's Australian. It's close enough. You know, like he's oh, almost there. Oh man, you should definitely tell one of those two countries that. No, no, I will not. Megs is going to kill you. Megs, I'm saying like it's close, and that he's almost to where he would like to be, which is New Zealand. Sorry, Megan, that he wow. doesn't love your country. I love your country. <laughs> um, but like, I had to look up. I was a little comfortable with the number of times that. Can we say this word on this show? What the c word. Oh, that makes me so Okay, I will not say the C word. I don't care. I don't care. I mean, Kenneth, uh, knock word. yourself out. I'll just shrivel inside. Okay. Yeah, I just won't say the N word. I won't say the N word. But you can say cunt. I don't yeah. care. So yeah, so cunt. He says cunt all over. But like that's, that's because so like people from England and I, I looked it up because I was like, mm, I don't know if I like this. Because here, that's not a good word. Oh, dude. Oh, oh my God. No, it's like, that's just your friendly random endearment. Yeah, so like and in England and, so and Australia, and it doesn't like, it it when it so first existed in yeah. like middle fucking English Germanic, it was literally just a synonym for vagina. Like it's just another way to say a lady's cooter. Well, and like I think I've gotten a little bit desensitized to it in recent years because like if you read, if, nope, yeah. that's so, good. Like, Be a good person. Uh just that if you read fanfic with ladies in it, there's you know, it's there's there. it's it seems some writers favor that word over, like, pussy or anything else. Well, it's, like, sexy the way, like, you suddenly hear, like, cock. In, yes. Like, it's got that same, it's, like... It's cut. tough. For me, I have yet to encounter a euphemism for lady parts that is, like, that feels sexy. sexy. Yeah, it's tough. Pussy, not sexy. Not sexy. Cock, really pocket? not sexy either. You know what's good? Like, I'm really wet is sexy. Yes. But, like, mm. you should be able to say, is I have a really wet... moist a better word? Get out! <laughs> it's like, for me, like, if you're talking about, if you're talking about junk, like, dude, dude downstairs, like, dick is funny, cock is sexy. Yeah, correct. Anyway. We need a, an OTLG after dark. <laughs> we do need a... My point yes, being... We should just that- have, like, a, an, a... Basically, a bam bam, but for, like, weird sexy times. I don't sure if I got with that reference. Uh, my brother, it's, my brother, me. An yeah. advice show for the modern era. Okay, anyway. So, I was a little weird, because I don't particularly have a problem with it, but I know the way in which it is used here in America and coming out of a white man's mouth. Mm-hmm. Not great. In a, in a not positive way at other men. I was like, mm, I don't know about this show. So, I looked it up. I did a little bit of research. And um, in the country where he is from, basically every country except this one, um, it just really means like dum dum in almost like a friendly way. Yeah, like, no, it's it's a. It's like if I were to up, call man? you dum dum over there, they'd be like, "Oh, don't be such a cunt." Like that's what it. That's how it's used. I mean, oh, I, I feel like it. I feel like I still would want to object to it on the same grounds as I do, bitch, because it's very gendered. It is, but it's not for them. Weirdly enough, because they'll call you a cock too. They'll call anybody a cock. Like, it's so weird over there. Okay. So I okay. did some research about it because I, I had such a good Those time. Folk. Yeah. <laughs> I had a good time in the show and I, I, I was ready to not that I didn't want this to be the thing. Yeah. And I like Carl Urban so much, but it's literally just that's how they use it. And it was uh, like the American military who turned it into a violent and derogatory huh. word for women. Okay. Yeah. You say. Oh man. USA. We're the fucking USA. worst. You know what you know what this sounds like though? It sounds like a, a hands in kind of thing. Beatrice. Beatrice Maybe, maybe give it give it a try. I'm looking forward to you guys telling me about it. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's fine. Okay. okay. 
It's fine. Also, um, the person who wrote the article that was really spoilery basically said Starlight had such a good arc dealing with the thing that happened to her, mm-hmm. working through it, dealing with all the other supers, realizing what she thought was hero Ness was poisoned and gross from the inside out that she's really excited about season two starlight so i'm pretty stoked about the show in general i dig it i really like seeing something that was situationally appropriate at the time uh getting updated for the modern era so i read in the article i read eric kripke is showrunner on this like this is his show oh um and he he had written damn i'm so impressed yeah Kripke, well, not great with women on not Supernatural. Not great with women. Not Whoa. stellar. From the fucking get-go. Yeah, just not great. But he has women in his writer's room. There you go. That is and, how you solve the problem. Yeah. And um, there was what something... Diversity and representation? So crazy. <laughs> Who could have known? There was something that happened in the, in the comics that he was thinking about bringing into the show, and his writer's room went... I don't know about that. What if we did it this way? And he really listened to the women in his writer's room and he paid attention because while they were writing the show, Me Too was happening and he was like looking outward at what the world was like. Yeah. And That's so, fantastic. Yeah, they took they took the three assaults that Starlight had to go through and they narrowed it to the one and then with his female writers, they turned it less into how the men that she tells about it affect them and their stories into mm-hmm. what is Starlight who wants to be a hero, who wants to stand up, who believes herself to be strong, how does this woman recover from this? Nice. And That's like amazing. I can't believe it's Eric Kripke. But like I'm, I'm very it. impressed. Way to glow up Kripke. Yeah. Straight up. Woke AF. Nice job. Anyway. Good. Good. Also, like showrunners, hire more women. Yeah. They'll save your fucking show. That is full on correct. Yeah. 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 Alright. That is That's our it. show for the week. Uh we're back next week with everything again. God. Okay, so, so many things. Shield, Shield, Young Justice, Jessica Jones, Crap Town, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing, and you and I are doing the boys. Yeah. Also, so you watched two episodes? I didn't. Nice. Me too. You said to watch two episodes. I do my homework on like oh, no, someone I... at this table, Kenneth. Ew. One. Ew. <laughs> no, two. I just said. So I, I watched it with uh, my wife and my, my roommate, and. Who was, are they again? I don't. I've met people. Uh, you may have never met them, but oh, okay. they're pretty great. Um, but we watched the first and Dieter, one, right? Yes, nailed it. And then we're like, <laughs> "Holy shit! Um, what? What are? What are you doing? What? Are, yeah, let's watch the next one." And like, no one's ever excited to watch stuff with me, yeah. so it's really great to have actually, a show that this happens with. I was kind of glad because I watched the first one on my own, um, waiting for you to get. Or no, I watched it. I don't know what happened. I was waiting for you to get home or something, um, and I it ended, and I went, "Oh fuck." And then I wanted to start the next one. I was yeah. like, oh, we're only doing one. I should relax. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, JK, I watched you. And I was like, yes. Yeah. Ha-ha. Yeah. I love it. All so, right. yeah. Uh, you, know, you know, one or more of the boys, maybe, also. Who oh, knows? <laughs> Two at a time. So, uh, thank you for listening. Catch us on all your favorite whatevers. Uh, Bampap TV. Are we on Pinterest? No. Fuck yes. Pinterest is really fucking stupid. You know it's, what? Look, it's Pinterest nice if you nice. want to redecorate your backyard. But let it, me tell you, you have to have an account to yes, look at stuff. I hate That's that. That's bullshit. I just want to look at, I want to click a link and then it's like, oh, you must sign up. Yeah. No, fuck you. You know what? If you don't have an account on Tumblr, you can still fucking look at a post someone gives okay, you. here's a crazy idea. Just fucking sign up. I don't no. want to. Oh my God, you're. 
babies. I don't have anything to redecorate, and I have a different way of collecting recipes. Okay, well, don't look for us on Pinterest, because <laughs> two-thirds of us are babies. But uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, notlg.com slash BAMPOWTV. We're also on Tumblr, which, like, what? Are we? Wait. Yeah. It um, hasn't updated in a while. John Peagle updated us on Tumblr because, like, last week I saw Bam Pow TV has a new hey, episode thanks, out. JP3. I was like, it was like on my That's a surprise. feed. And I was like, oh, hello. Okay. Cool. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Anyway, no catch us on all of those. We cool, will cool. see Our you next week. Same Bam Time, same Pow channel. Bam Pow! I mean, 40 minutes. Look. Perfect.